Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pop Nerd Lounge. I'm your host, Steph Pham. On today's episode, we'll talk about summer's buzzworthy film, Crazy Rich Asians. The romantic comedy set in Singapore has gained a lot of rave reviews, being certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Sit back, relax, as we chat about the blockbuster hit. Nicholas Young, you're untouchable. But Rachel's not. Have you prepped Rachel to face the wolves? You know I'm back, like I never left. I really admire you. It takes guts coming all the way over here, facing Nick's family. Another day, another breath. I know this much. You will never be enough. Yo, it's about time someone stood up to Auntie Eleanor. Well, you, not me. Oh, God. She can't know I was over here. I feel glorious, glorious. Since I can remember, my family has been my whole life. Rachel! Rachel! If Nick chose me, he would lose his family. And if he chose his family, he might spend the rest of his life resenting you. You nasty. You got a nasty. You got nastier. Crazy Rich Asians is adapted from the best-selling book by Kevin Kwan. The romance follows Rachel Chu, whose boyfriend, Nick Young, invites her on an overseas trip to Singapore for his best friend's wedding. Along the way, she reunites with her college mate, Peik Lin, while also discovering Nick's an apparent heir to a massive Singaporean fortune. Throughout the film, Rachel navigates meeting Nick's eccentric family, jealous socialites, and discovering more about herself. The film was directed by filmmaker John M. Chu, who you may know from the Step Up franchise, Now You See Me Too, and the concert documentaries Never Say Never and Believe. Chu's signature style of vibrant visuals and rhythmically paced films shines throughout the whole movie. Chu's micro-attention to detail elevates the cinema experience from the music to the casting, even the splashing locales. Ronnie Chang says it best when he says Singapore is a character in this film as New York is a character in a Woody Allen film. The music isn't a secondary part of the movie. The fact that Chu chose to feature a soundtrack that's predominantly Chinese makes a statement of its own. The songs heighten each scene's mood, from the Cantonese version of Madonna's Material Girl to the evocative and emotional rendition of Yellow by Catherine Ho. The score also adds another layer to the movie. Brian Tyler's genius compositions tingle the senses with his jazzy ambiance and lush orchestrations. You're transported to another world just through sound. A noteworthy part of this film was the impeccable cast. Constance Wu radiates as a strong, bright, and alluring Rachel Chu. Even though Rachel maneuvers through some tense situations, Constance never gave the character an air of being a submissive woman society so mistakenly portrays Asian women. Wu made Rachel so refreshingly relatable. Many young Asian Americans are going to say, that's me. I've lived through that experience before, and that's a powerful element of cinema that makes Constance Wu a star. 
Henry Golding went from virtually unknown to overnight sensation. This is Golding's first acting credit, and what a credit to add to one's work. Golding is a romantic leading man that makes us yearn for Hollywood's golden age. His joie de vivre and sophistication he brought to the role gave audiences everywhere a swoon-worthy Nick Young. Aquafina and Ken Jean completely sell the film's comedy genre with their radiant chemistry as the father-daughter duo of Paik Lin and Go Weimund. Their timing and delivery had crowds bursting into laughter with every punchline. It didn't feel like forced slapstick comedy either. Every character choice appeared as if that's how Aquafina and Ken act every day. Michelle Yeoh embodies the Asian matriarch as Eleanor Young. She didn't villainize Eleanor, but rather interpret her as a strong, commanding, and authoritative figure. In Hollywood, where Asians haven't been properly represented, it would have been easy to go down the Tiger Mom route, but they didn't. The relationship Eleanor has with Nick shows how strong family values are in Asian culture. I think about my young self, I think about my daughter who was just born a year ago and what I, the world I want her to live in. And I want her to live in a world where she's seeing Constance Wu, Michelle Yeoh, Lisa Liu be these strong people that, that, that don't need a man in their life to be uh, fulfilled and know that they're worth every inch of their existence and can be anything and do whatever they want. With this being the first contemporary movie starring an all-Asian cast in 25 years, it's beyond a movie, it's a movement. A plethora of viewers have voiced how important this film is to them. Movie theaters were bought out, people were buying a handful of tickets at a time to hand out to strangers, and momentum was building to ensure a gold opening weekend. When John M. Chu and Kevin Kwan turned down a handsome offer to have their film on Netflix and go to a studio instead, it was about proving that audiences will show up for an Asian-centric movie. Mission accomplished. Not only did the movie rank in $35 million its launch week, but it secured the number one spot its opening weekend, something a romantic comedy hasn't done in years. This was more than audience seeing faces like theirs on screen. It was about representation. Asians writing, directing, producing, and creating contemporary stories showing the world our perspective, not stereotypes the outside have built from the lack of awareness. The struggle of dual cultural identity is a theme many will relate to. Droves of moviegoers have come out of the theaters crying because this was the first time they felt seen and heard. Empathy and connection with film audiences are rare, and this movie proves that stories with empathy done well can spark a sensational evolution in storytelling. It is changing because we are making it change, not because anyone's letting us in. Everyone has a good intention. It's just not everybody knows our story. I think the people who live the stories should be the people who tell the stories. Uh, that's why we have an Asian American director, an Asian American writer, um, Asian American novelist who wrote this book. When you stereotype someone, the harm isn't in the stereotype, it's in the one-dimensionality of that person. They, they're one dimension used as a prop for humor. And if you give that person an entire story, you make them the star of a story. It's not a stereotype, it's a human life. On today's episode, we talked about Crazy Rich Asians. We highlighted some of the key aspects that make it a successful film and talk about its historic importance. The film from Florida Brothers Studios is in theaters now. Thanks for joining me, and I hope you join me next time to nerd out on more pop culture. For Pop Nerd Lounge, I'm Steph Fan.